This is Positively Farming Media. After a long day of work and family responsibilities, my fave way to unwind and reset is with my flock throwing a grubbly happy hour. The best part about a grubbly happy hour is I can enjoy it in whatever way I want. I can choose to do a leisurely stroll as my feathered friends follow me for more, rage throw them at the sky so I can get over the mess my kids left on the counter, or sometimes I go all out and make my flock their own special Grubbly's donuts and sneak myself a treat to eat without anyone whining to ask for some. All I need is a bag of Grubbly's and like five minutes to myself. Seriously, I'm a new person after I've had a short Grubbly happy hour with my Cluckin' BFFs. To get yours, go to grublyfarms.com and use code DRINKINFARM25 for 25% off your first bag of Grubbly's. And take the mental stress off your happy hour planning by subscribing to have your Grubbly's auto-delivered. You'll save on every shipment. Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero fucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, Sam. Oh, hey there, Bev. I'm so excited for today's episode. Yes, it is our first dive bar in a really, really long time. Oh my gosh, yes it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, do I even remember how to do one of these things? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, there's no time like the present to practice no. and make no. it work, right? <laughs> Especially for this very special episode we're doing today. Yes, yes. Today's dive bar is sponsored by Grubbly Farms. And we are actually going to dive into deciding kind of like how to feed your chickens and what you should feed your chickens based on their age and your flock goals. And also sort of how to decide like what the best nutrition is for your flock for what it is that you use your flock for. I mean, because one of the things is, is like, especially since that, I guess I can call it a conspiracy theory, since that conspiracy theory about like the feed thing came out, like, it just kind of makes you realize like how easy it is to like know what you don't know about chickens or feed. And so this episode is just kind of meant to be a way to kind of like take the mystery out of how chickens eat and use their nutrition and some easy ways to make sure that you never run out of feed because nobody likes to do that either. It's super inconvenient. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, who's our drink peep this episode, Bev? Our drink peep this episode is Elizabeth Steves, and she is Steel02 over on the Instagram. So, cheers, lady. Cheers. All right. So, where to begin? Oh, my gosh. There are so many places that you could begin when you talk about feeding chickens and how you're going to feed your chickens, but... You know, one of the things that I think, and we've mentioned this before, but it's definitely worth mentioning again, the simplest way to feed your flock of chickens is to purchase a complete feed from a reliable feed company. And we're a little biased, but we love Grubbly Farms. 
there's lots of reasons why we love Grubbly <laughs> Farms. We choose Grubbly Farms because A, we love them as people. They're a fantastic company and it feels great to be supporting a feed company that you feel really good about, like just from a values and ethics standpoint. But also mm-hmm. I love that their grub protein is all sustainable black soldier fly grubs. It's fantastic. We've done several episodes with the Grubbly Farms folks if you want to hear more about how their feed is made. But in a nutshell, the grubs are fed pre-consumer food waste. So it's basically like food waste that would have normally gone to the landfill from like a packaging facility or a canning facility. So it's safe. It doesn't have any like weird diseases. You're not going to end up with anything like funky in your chicken feed because they're <laughs> using, you know, that type of protein. It's, it's pre-consumer protein. It's doing something good for the environment also. And no corn, soy fillers, things like that. But that's not exactly what this whole episode's about. Had to plug that stuff though. No. <laughs> No, we do. Yes. And, and, you know, point back to the awesome interviews we've done with them too. They're really great people. And it's a small business. Like they're getting bigger and bigger, but it's still a small business. And I really like when we can support small businesses. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And so basically a complete feed, you know, that's pre-formulated by a company that hires experts to do that. It provides a nutritionally balanced diet for your chicken, which is something that's really important when you're looking at the health of your chickens, their output when it comes to eggs and production, and also just like they say like you are what you eat or whatever, like, well, your chickens, you know, you eat your chickens eggs. And so you want your chickens to eat like the best ingredients to make the best eggs for you to eat. So it's like a circle of life kind of thing. (laughs) I'm sure I said that weird. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) No, it made sense in my brain, but you know, maybe that's why we're friends because we feed off each other's weird. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, where am I going here? What am I trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) So we have some fun chicken facts about chicken feed, about why chicken feed is so important, I should say. And I didn't know a lot of this. So this is some really cool stuff to share with our listeners today. Yeah. And our source for a lot of the information for today's episode is actually the USDA's uh, poultry extension. So it's the source that uses the latest in the scientific studies, and it's what is suggested for commercial production and commercial farmers to, you know, be profitable and have the best you know, output and outcomes on their farm. So you can feel good, you know, kind of hearing the stuff that they have to say about how you can take good care of your chickens too. So So today's chickens are actually descendants of the jungle fowl in Southeast Asia. And if you Google what jungle fowl look like, they're pretty freaking cool. We had a rooster at one time that was very similar and he was just real pretty to look at, even though he, he was real dumb. We called him George, like George of the Jungle. Uh, But yeah, he was not the smartest bird, but he was really nice to look at. Kind of reminds me of Hei from like Moana. Yes, exactly. But I didn't realize that mature jungle fowl hens only lay 12 eggs per year. And only during breeding season, which makes sense. Like they're, you know, hoping that those 12 eggs are fertilized so they can go forth and and spread their seed or whatever. 
<laughs> but so you weren't exactly like consistently eating the eggs off of jungle fowl. We weren't eating eggs like we do today because now we've been able to electively breed modern day backyard layers that lay up to or almost around 300 eggs per year, depending on what breed they are. And they can potentially lay year round too, depending on, you know, where, where your sun is at and where you're located geographically during the winter months where you could put up artificial lighting, but they, they do have that power. So 300 eggs versus 12 eggs per year. That's a big difference. But yeah, so modern hens also start laying at a younger age and lay more. Like we talked about, their eggs are bigger and they utilize their feed efficiently thanks to the continued selective breeding that has happened over time. Very egg-siding stuff. Oh, yeah. And I think having that information kind of explains like why having a reliable feed and having your nutrients for your chickens in the right proportions can make all the difference in your egg production and your quality of your eggs. Because one of the arguments that I hear most often is that like, you know, chickens descended from jungle fowl who just ate, you know, whatever they could find and did just fine. So why do we need to feed them, you know, a nutritionally balanced diet? And was why these are not the same chickens, like not even a little bit. And so I think having that information, you can kind of see like, oh, okay, well now that explains kind of why if you're not feeding a complete feed, it would be beneficial to your flock to add that to their diet. And you might see an improvement in their production and in their eggs. So... The ingredients that are used in different types of feeds are similar, but the proportions vary depending on the particular chickens being fed. And that's based on the chicken's age. You know, when you start out with chicks, they require higher protein, less calcium. As they get older, the protein needs to lower and the calcium needs to increase. And that's how you basically grow a healthy chicken and end up with productive egg layers. And, you know, one of the things too, that's really neat about Grubbly Farms feed that I like is that I know most commercial feeds, they are made out of like similar ingredients and stuff, but with Grubbly Farms, it's not exactly the case because they actually use like, they use the black soldier fly grubs as the protein. They use whole grains and sunflower seeds, flax seeds, green peas, marigolds, and, you know, essential vitamins vitamins, minerals, and probiotics, which all commercial feeds have essential vitamins, minerals, and probiotics in them as well. But they usually use Mm -hmm. corn or something else as the grain in the feed. So it's just something different. I'm not saying necessarily that that makes it a better choice for everybody, but for me, it's something that I like and enjoy. So I wanted to make sure that I pointed that out. No, that's a really good point because there is a a difference between the two. It's not like Grubbly's is exactly the same thing you can just go pull off the shelf at Tractor Supply. You know, the the cheapest food you can get. There's nothing wrong with the cheapest food you can get. We do that all the time because I have so many chickens. We burn through our Grubbly's pretty fast here. So we do a mix of Grubbly's and, you know, I think it's Dumore or Producer's Pride. Or we get Kalmbach feed at our local feed store uptown. I kind of prefer that one over some of the stuff at Tractor Supply because it's a little less dusty than some of those feeds. I think it does cost a little more, but I also feel good about, you know, 
going to the local food store sometimes over a chain. I do a little blend for both convenience and, and feeling good about supporting local businesses too. But yeah, I mean, that's how you make sustainable change is you do change that you can afford and that works for you and your schedule and your life. Like commit to what you're capable of following through on. Right. Exactly. Otherwise you're going to make yourself crazy. You're going to burn out and you're not going to do any of it. <laughs> it's like kind of like any kind of human diet too. Like if you try to go, you know, a hundred miles an hour into a new lifestyle and not kind of pace yourself through it. Yeah. You're, it's, it's the same with anything, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to make the decision on where you're buying your feed, what kind of investment you want to make. Cause Grubblies is more expensive than what you're going to go pull off the shelf, you know, for the cheapest at tractor supply or whatever feed store you go to. And, and it might kind of depend on the size of your flock too. We'll, we'll kind of get into that a little more here, but let's talk through some common mistakes made with supplements that chicken keepers might be making that might impact production. Yeah. So if you feed a good diet that meets the dietary needs of your flock, when you supplement with other things, it can kind of upset the balance of their diet and reduce how much feed they're eating, which essentially reduces their efficiency for like egg laying to how much feed they're consuming essentially. And that might be something that's really important and it might not be. I mean, so the reason why you can take that information is so like, you know, you can cut your feed bill by supplementing your flock, but there might be a trade-off by doing that. So yes, you can buy or make better feed fit into your budget or, you know, lower the bill for however many chickens you have, but just know that that there is a trade-off for that and that it does affect their egg laying. And one of the actually biggest mistakes is providing vitamins and electrolyte supplements for more than 10 days. It's actually a big no-no for chickens. You don't need to do that. It's a waste of your money and of vitamins and electrolytes. And it's like the number one thing that the USDA called out as being a mistake that people make when they're supplementing their chickens. <laughs> yeah. So it's like just drinking, you know, Gatorade for 10 days. Like it is, Especially if you're not expelling extra energy. It's probably not doing much for you other than making your pee have a little more vitamin and electrolytes in it. Right. Yeah. Another thing to watch out for, too. We're not saying never because you're going to feed them treats, but supplementing outside of treats, like making it a larger than a treat situation, things like cracked corn, oats, and other grain treats, that could have an impact. Same with, I, I recently saw somebody sprinkling kitchen green table scraps to their chickens on Instagram. Nothing wrong with that, but that's not, that's a treat. That's not a good way to supplement because those things are low nutrition to their diet. So why don't they might, you know, pick it up and run around the yard like they just won, you know, the lottery because <laughs> they, they get excited about new treats. It's not something you want to make, you know, part of their diet regularly. Or it's on top of that super good diet that they've already taken advantage of that day. Well, I mean, one of the things I do that's probably a little higher nutrition and a little bit cannibalistic is if I make a whole chicken in the crock pot and don't get all the meat off all the bones, you know, I'll throw the carcass outside and the chickens will eat it. And the, and the barn cats come over too, and they want it on that. <laughs> but you know, that's probably a little higher for them nutritionally because of all the protein there. But still, I wouldn't make that their number one diet 
one, because it's cannibalism, and two... <laughs> it just makes you feel funny. Like, even though it's, yeah. like, not weird for them, it's weird for you. <laughs> but, but like, I feel bad, like, throwing it in the garbage if I know there's a little bit of food there. So I would rather give it to them. Because they'll just run around and kill mice anyways, so they might as well just eat their own. It's... <laughs> They're not vegan, guys. Chickens are not vegans. (laughs) Nope, they definitely aren't. But, like, one of the things, too, and, you know, I haven't mentioned this yet in this episode, is that Grubbly Farms doesn't use any, like, fish ingredients in their feed. So it's good for the ocean, and it, it saves from the overfishing in the ocean for the feed industry. So yes, your chickens are not vegan. They're going to eat bugs and they're going to eat meat sources from other things, but you can choose a feed that makes a difference in that impact and still is like nutritionally balanced for them. So that was a really good thing to point out too, just as like a, like a fun fact in case you're new here and haven't heard everything about Grubbly Farms mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> yeah, you will by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, you definitely will. <laughs> oh, another thing too that we should touch on before we move on. If you have to give your chicken medication, that's not the end of the world. But if you're doing it inappropriately or giving them unnecessary medication, that can also have an impact on their overall health. And they're egg laying. And you might even have to watch for things like if you give a certain medication, there's a withdrawal period on some of them where you can't eat the eggs after you give them medication. So just be aware of that when and if you have to do that, because you don't want to be eating those yourself either. Necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. good to know those things because yeah. like. So my rule of thumb is typically like prevention, but for some things that maybe are a little more unusual or rarer, those are things that I try to make the space to watch out for during certain intervals. Like for example, like chicks and coccidiosis, you know, when I can and I'm spending more time with them, I don't feed a medicated chick feed because I just, I feel like it's unnecessary because Mm -hmm. they don't need it unless Mm -hmm. there is a real fear of them ending up with coccidiosis, which depending on your barn, that might be legitimate. I haven't had that big of a problem with chicks. I've had it with baby goats, but not with chicks. Go figure. Don't ask me why. Don't pretend (laughs) to know or understand. But like if I was in a a point in my life where uh, I couldn't monitor them as closely or treat when needed or necessary, then I would for prevention. Just because I don't want to be in that place where I feel like I could have done better or different. But when I can, when I'm going out there often and I have the time to spend on them, and I always keep the things on hand to treat coccidiosis in case it ever does rear its ugly head here, then we can treat for it at that time. But only at the dosage on the label and for the amount of time that is required on the label. And it is really important to point out like a medicated feed, you're not really supposed to feed that to laying hens. So it's good to know that too. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's just for that like one very specific instance. And I'm not saying it's bad or dangerous by any means. It's just is. And those are the situations in which I would utilize it and when I don't. So. When my family's first ever baby chicks arrived, deciding what to feed them and making sure we never ran out was so overwhelming. But now I stress less each chick season thanks to Grubbly Farms. Grubbly Farms creates all the feed and snacks our flock needs to grow into happy, healthy future egg layers and delivers it when we need it. No more panic trips to town when we run out or staring at the shelves at the feed store hoping what we want is in stock. 
Plus, we save 10% on every auto shipment. As soon as our new baby floofs arrive, they're started on Grubbly Little Peck's Chick Feed and begin learning that a shake of the Grubbly Snack Bag means snack time. Together, the feed and snacks provide our chicks with optimal nutrition and make sure that they come running whenever they see me. Not only does it make me feel loved, but being able to call our flock quickly is so important if something dangerous wanders into our yard. So go to grublyfarms.com today to get your subscribe and save auto shipment set up for your spring chicks and give yourself the stress-less chick season you deserve. Use code DRINKINFARM25 to save 25% off your first order. So another good thing to go over before we jump into more Grubbly Farms love here. A chicken's daily consumption of feed depends on their composition of their diet. So like think about even yourself. If you're just eating a green salad all day with no protein in it, you're going to be so ravenous by the time you get dinner. Same thing with a chicken. If you're giving them the complete diet, they're going to feel a little fuller and happier. Like they're always excited to see a bag of Grubblies even if they just gorge themselves. But, you know, you need to be, the first thing you need to be doing with your chickens before you do these add-ons is feeding them that complete feed so they're happy and healthy. And the exciting thing, too, is you, you know, they adjust their feed intake in order to meet their energy requirements, which is pretty cool. Very smart. So as energy content of a diet increases, feed intake decreases and vice versa. So what does that really mean? Really, we're talking about environmental temperatures here. That plays, that pays plays into that energy content we're talking about. So during hot weather, feed intake decreases because they're not working so hard to keep themselves warm. Feed intake increases during the cold weather, which can suck because they're laying less, but you're paying more to feed them more probably, (laughs) depending on where you're at. But they consume more to supply that extra energy, keep themselves warm, fluffy, and happy. So you can kind of keep that in mind, too, when you're doing these calculations. This episode really ties nicely into the Should You Raise Chicks This Year episode as well. (laughs) It does. Yeah. Make sure you go listen to that one if you haven't yet. (laughs) We'll make sure and link to it in the show notes. Yes. And just to, like, follow up a little bit, you know, when you mentioned, like, like, the quality or the energy that's provided by the feed can change their feed intake. That's why those better ingredients or those ingredients that provide a higher energy output for the amount that's consumed, your chickens will eat less feed if it's a more nutritionally balanced feed and it's filling them up and it's sticking with them and it's providing them with everything that they need. That's just kind of like across the board and true. So if you find that you feel like your chickens are consuming what you feel like is a, you know, exorbitant amount of feed, then maybe look at the quality of it and see if there's something different that you might be able to use there that could change that. Mm -hmm. So time for some grub love. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have to have some grub love. Yes, we absolutely love that Grubly Farms has a subscription service, so you can actually subscribe and save. You don't even have to think about it. It just shows up. And because you're on an auto ship, you get to just sit back and save at the same time. So you're going to get a discount. Invites, you know, signing up for that auto ship, that can maybe feel a little anxiety-inducing. One, because, like... Gosh, I have to remember this is going to come out of my bank account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there are systems in place you can put in place for that. 
a reminder on your phone. That's what I do for my subscription boxes. Put a reminder on my phone so I know it's coming out. I'm not surprised. But also, like, for chicken feed, what what if you aren't ordering enough? Like, how do you know, really, how much to order? You don't want too much sitting around, especially if you have, like, a rodent problem on your farm. We've had that before. Like, you know, mice get into our feed bags, and it's not fun. So how do you know, Bev? How do you know how much to order? So I actually created a calculator using... <gasps> The information from the USDA's website for how to feed your chickens for the best egg output and best egg production. And so you can use this calculator. It is in a Google document. You put in the number of birds in your flock, and it tells you how many bags of Grebley's feed you need and which kind of Grebley's feed you need, depending on the age of your chicks. Like, for example, in the calculator, you'll notice that from ages zero to six weeks, they consume less feed, like less pounds of feed per a chick. Then once they get to that seven weeks to 18 weeks, then they need more as they're growing. Growing chicks require more feed. So the calculator kind of takes some of the guesswork out of how many bags of chick feed you're going to need so that you don't end up ordering more chick feed than you want or want to have on hand. And then there's actually a period of time where you'll mix the chick feed and the layer feed. And you can choose between either like the pelleted layer feed or the crumbles layer feed. They're both made out of the same ingredients and have the same nutritional content. But just a pro tip from someone who has fed lots of chickens, I feed my chickens the crumbles as their feed. And then I buy a bag of the Fresh Pack Slayer pellets as like their scratch grains. So I'm not supplementing their diet with like oat or corn or fillers that don't have any nutritional value, but just fill them up. They're, but they're still getting to do that like natural scratch and peck thing that chickens like to do. And especially during the wintertime, you know, like it's nice to just like throw them a scoop of that in the floor of the coop to kind of like warm up and get their bellies full right before they jump up on the roost bar. So it's just kind of like an inside peek for how I feed my chickens. And then of course I buy bags of grubblies also just because it's like the best chicken snack on the planet. And it's so much fun to do grubblies happy hour, but yeah, <laughs> back to the calculator. Sorry. I realized I like totally went off like base there. Cause that's just what I do. <laughs> All good stuff. And the calculator actually tells you like how to combine the little pecs and the fresh pecs so that you can transition your chicks over to their laying feed. And then it calculates how much layer feed you'll need per a month, depending on how many birds are in your flock. And there's even a line on it to adjust when you have to make adjustments to the number that are in your flock. So like, say you get some new chicks or maybe you lose a flock member or two to predators or illness that's going to change how much feed you need every month. And so we wanted to take that anxiety away from the auto shipment by making it easy to know exactly how many bags you would need for how many chickens. And then also because you don't want to order not enough, you're going to end up with at least a little leftover at the end of every month. It'll even tell you how many months you go before you get to skip a subscribe and save because that's the other thing that's really cool about it is you can skip a shipment whenever you need to because the last thing you want is extra bags of chicken feed 
playing around for mice and things to get into. So, yeah, I think that's going to be very handy even for myself to go look at because usually it's just a tractor supply run every week or so. <laughs> like, ah, crap, we're out of everything or we're out of this random thing or gosh, our dog food, we get that at tractor supply too. But yeah. Anyways. And and that's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens to me too. But I realized like if I could do one thing for myself that would lower the stress of keeping chickens, it's having their feed automatically show up here for me. And that's something that works out really well. And so I wanted to make sure that I was setting it up properly so that I wasn't wasting money or wasting feed or anything else like that. And so mm-hmm. developing this calculator just kind of made sense. And then I thought it it also just makes sense to share it and help other people figure out how to use it. So it's designed specifically for 30-pound bags of feed because that's how Grubblies sells their feed. But of course, if you know how to do a little math, you can use it however your heart desires. And also, it is designed specifically for layers, egg layers. But if we find that there's interest in diving into for meat birds, for ducks, geese, and things like that, We'll develop new ones in the future, but we wanted to start small with something that we thought was the most common and backyard layers it is. Yeah, I love it. I think people are going to really like this a lot. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to just kind of change the way that you look at chicken keeping and maybe anything that maybe has been causing you a little bit of extra stress. And so to get that calculator, you'll go to giveszeroclucks.com slash feedcalc. But it'll also be in the show notes for this episode, which is giveszeroclucks.com slash feed. We did that to make it easy to remember. So if you yeah. want the episode <laughs> that's all about feed, you just go to giveszeroclucks.com slash feed. And it's going to take you to this dive bar that basically dives into the basics for feeding your chickens and picking a feed. And also some grub love for our favorite, our favorite chicken feed in Georgia or from Georgia, I guess. <laughs> So yeah, that's it for our Grub Love episode. We just have a couple of housekeeping items. Like Bev was saying, the show notes would be at uh, givezeroclucks.com slash feed. Or if your old habits die hard like me, drinkandfarm.com slash feed will get you to the same place. <laughs> I'm still remembering that we've rebranded the podcast and I'm a co-host. <laughs> <sighs> Patreon shout outs. We have a few. Our, I would call these People are ride or dies, I think, at this point. Uh, Ashley Davis, Tanya Harold. Is that how I, did I say it right? I feel like you usually read these, so. Yeah, so I always say Tonya because it's T-O, but I maybe I'm wrong. So tell me if I'm pronouncing your name wrong because I want to make sure that I'm pronouncing somebody's yeah, name Yeah, please, right. tell us. Yeah. yeah, so please let us know. Yeah. And you know how to say Kimberly Taylor's name, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mom. And, and then you're... you're Parent, parental figure, DC Titzel. Yeah, my, my parental figures are DC Titzel. Yeah, they're uh, the real MV peeps of this show, along yes. with our sponsors, like Gribbly Farms. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that's it for today. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, until next time. Drink. Farm. And give zero bucks. <laughs> Bye now. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. 
I'm so fortunate to care for two senior farm dogs, and choosing a treat they love that supports their aging joints used to be tough. But now that Grubly Farms offers Vermes, it's so easy. Many popular dog treat brands contain low-quality animal protein from various sources and unnatural fillers that can cause allergy and tummy troubles. Vroomies are loaded with healthy grub protein from black soldier fly grubs and only good things. They're soft chews that are baked in the USA with wholesome natural ingredients like sweet potato and pumpkin and antioxidants for mobility and fiber for digestion. And I don't know about you, but my senior dogs need the support of daily vitamins and medicine. And when given with Vroomies, they get what they need without anything that can cause them more issues in the long run, which makes Grubly's Dog Snacks Vroomies a great choice for my aging best friends. Save 25% off your first order of Grubly Farms Vroomies with code DRINKINFARM25 at grublyfarms.com.